0: You're listening to Late Norman Talk with Jonathan Weiner and Chuck Austin. Unscripted and real conversations with business leaders and marketing pros.
1: We are back in the studio. Today's guest is a partner at Spotlight Branding, Danny Decker. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks,
0: Jonathan. It's great to be here. I I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about
1: you, you know, what's your passion in business, and then let's get over to your company, Spotlight Branding.
0: Yeah, sure. So I think the simplest way to put it for me is I love telling a good story. I love storytelling. And the common thread. I guess that that is kind of the common thread that kind of unites kind of everything that I'm passionate about. So I obviously am a, a partner at Spotlight Branding and we do marketing for solo law firms and we'll talk more about that. But I also spend a good amount of time kind of consulting with local political candidates on a, on a communications and messaging side. I also really do enjoy connecting with local business owners and kind of helping them figure out how to tell a better story in their marketing. It's not really something that I'm actively pursuing right now, but I have a good, um, a good amount of, of friends in the area. And, and it's more of an informal kind of on the side thing where I chat with them. And it's like, hey, how can we tell your story in a way that kind of clarifies what you do and, and helps you stand out in a crowd? So I love telling a good story, whether it's uh, whether it's helping lawyers do that, whether it's helping political candidates do that, whether it's you know helping friends do that. That's kind of my thing.
1: What are you finding is like the best format maybe for businesses? Because let's face it, even political candidates, that's a business, they need to get elected. So you're in the business of helping them get elected or stay stay in office. And then obviously, what well, we all are, are business owners, what is the best medium or format to tell the story today? I know there's maybe not one answer to that, but what are some yeah. that work really well?
0: Well, it, it starts honestly, like the channel and kind of the format is is less important. And what's more important is that you understand your audience and that you get your story right. So it starts with figuring out, okay, who's your audience? What are they trying to do in their life? And in you know, politics is a little bit of a different animal. So on the business side, it's like if, if you own a business, who's your customer and what are they looking for? Out of their life and how is your product or service going to help them get to where they want to be right they are when you're telling a story the tendency is to make yourself the hero as the business right it's like i own this business and we're rock stars and this is what we do that's the wrong way to format a story the right way is to tell a story where your customer or your client is the hero of the story and your job is to kind of position yourself as a guide think yoda in Star Wars or Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, where you're helping your hero get to a better place and you're selling products and services that are going to make their life better, right? Can help them get to a happy place, help them to avoid a tragedy potentially. And so that's what it's all about, honestly, is starting with getting that story right. And then you can communicate that on social media, you communicate it in email marketing, direct mail, TV commercials, whatever. But it starts with getting the story right. And in my experience, most businesses actually don't do that. They, they want to focus on themselves rather than focusing on their customer.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Donald Miller's story brand, which is what what, uh, Danny's talking about today in terms of packaging your website and and how to get your story out there. Chuck, what are your thoughts on that?
2: No, I I totally agree. You know, you see all these websites, they say we, and they mention their business name 500 times in the copy, but there's never you. What's in it for you? Mm. It's all about you. I totally agree with what you're saying. So now your niche is working with attorneys, um, that 's what spotlight branding 's about, but how did you get there? What was the genesis of spotlight branding? Were you working in digital marketing and said, Hey, this niche really has a big need yeah that 's a great
0: question so right out of college, which I guess for me was about eight years ago, I went off and worked. I worked for a legal marketing company and I had never really had an entrepreneurial drive myself. Well, I shouldn't say that. I didn't really realize that what I wanted to do was own my own business. I was totally an entrepreneur. I just didn't know it. And nobody had really kind of awoken that in me. But I spent a year working with a small company and realized, wow, like, I think I can do this better. And I think I can do it on my own. And I, I, I want to have the business owner experience. I want to I want to try that. And so myself and a partner decided to start our own company. And we weren't smart enough at the time to focus in on digital marketing for lawyers. We were kind of the classic internet marketing company. We would work with landscapers. We'd work with restaurant owners. We would work with anybody and everybody you know? And a couple of years of just not really getting much traction, a really smart person told me, hey, you guys need to find a niche. You guys really need to zero in on a niche. And lawyers were the natural fit for us, both because we had a few clients who were lawyers and our services and our skill set seemed to really align well with serving lawyers. Um, And also because I had some other connections in the industry. And so it was just kind of a natural sort of, evolution towards serving lawyers and realizing that actually that's a, that's a, an industry that, really needs help when it comes to telling a better story and, and kind of their public face. I mean, lawyers have a bad reputation. We can just be honest about that. You know, how many lawyer jokes do we hear every day? And people, people are kind of predisposed not to like, not to trust lawyers. And so they, frankly, they, they need some help. And um, lawyers are awesome people and they're doing really, really awesome things. And we want to kind of help change the reputation of, of the legal
2: community, to be honest. So you guys are doing the website design, the social media, basically their digital marketing, which is basically marketing nowadays, unless we're you know going straight to print. Um, with in what you're doing, you're really packaging it into turnkey package for them. So that way, they have a single source, single point of contact, one phone number to call for all their their marketing needs. Tell me about what are you doing for them on a monthly basis? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And and the the
0: short version is we're making it as easy as possible for them, and that's kind of why we we packaged it up the way that we have. We we want our clients to be able to focus on being lawyers and serving their clients, and not having to make thirty phone calls every single month to keep their marketing on track. The, in a nutshell, what we do for them on a monthly basis is we keep them top of mind with their referral network, lawyers typically the best source of, of growth for them is through referrals, right? Because a referred client is somebody who's already likely to trust them and, and already kind of knows what to expect as far as their rates and their process. Referrals are the best way for lawyers to grow. So our services are focused on creating more referrals for lawyers. And the way you do that is, is by staying in touch with your referral network and by continually reminding them what it is that you do and and, and, and how good you are at it. So I, that's, that's kind of the core focus. And we use social media to do that. So we, we create content for our clients and we post it on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Google Plus and, you know, all of the big, the big players. And the reason we do that is, again, creating that top of mind awareness. You know, th- there's a statistic out there that it typically takes at least five to seven touch points before a customer or a voter in politics will take action it's not good enough to make a good first impression on somebody you have to create continued touch points so we use social media to create those touch points for our clients we also use email marketing so we create email newsletters for our for our clients and send them out every month that includes creating the content actually building the, the newsletter designing it doing everything that needs to happen and actually sending it out for them for some of our clients we also uh, we, we manage what's called um, their avo profile I don't know if you You guys are familiar with avo it's a legal specific um social network basically and so we manage that for them but in a nutshell it's about creating visibility and creating top of mind awareness and just keeping we like to say we help lawyers become unforgettable at spotlight branding we help lawyers become unforgettable in a nutshell that's what we do
1: what's the uh your biggest pain point right now in your business i mean you and i've been to your office how many how much staff do you have currently
0: we have uh we have 11 people on staff right now
1: right and i saw that nice new mural on the wall yeah, that's thank you. Awesome. So, what's your biggest pain point? Are you at the point where you're you're growing too fast? You need to slow down. T- talk about that.
0: You know, single biggest pain point. That's tough. I, we have grown fast. And we've got clients in 35 states and um, we broke the seven figure mark two years ago in, in revenue. And I, I don't say that boastfully. I say that because that that ushers in its whole new level of challenges. And and I would say as we grow, we it's always been important to us to kind of invest in equipment and invest in people and be sure that like we don't want to be the company. Where we're always flying by the seat of our pants and we're always, you know, six months behind where we need to be in order to provide good service for our clients. So we're always front heavy in terms of our investing. And at times that means if we have sort of an unforeseen, you know, a couple of slow months of sales, we're kind of sitting there like, oh man, we've got a lot of infrastructure in place. We've got a lot of salary that we're paying. So just kind of the fluctuations, I would say financially that come with that, That that's a pain point. Um, you know, it's it's fine. Like we've got a plan and I, and, I, and I feel good about it, but that's that's a source of stress that keeps me up at night. We also, it's always a challenge. Our, our industry is, is very competitive. And you would think because we work exclusively with lawyers, you know, maybe we wouldn't have that much competition. No, there's a whole lot of competition in the legal marketing space. So we're always trying to keep an eye on what's happening out there. Stay, stay abreast of, you know, the latest, the latest changes in technology, the latest, you know, Facebook's latest rollout, which changes everything, you know, just keeping, keeping up to date with everything and figuring out how to, how to continue to serve our clients best. That's kind of an ongoing thing. So,
1: what advice can you offer some business owners? Because you know, even as a as a small agency, eleven on staff is that's 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 an accomplishment. That's that's definitely above the norm. We're talking small business advertising. So, how do you attract people to come work for you guys? What are some some things that you guys do differently there besides the ping pong table? That's kick ass. What do you guys do differently there to attract the right people?
0: Well, it all starts with the ping pong table. Let's be (laughs) be clear about that. No, it all starts with the ping pong table. No, it's, it's about a culture. Honestly, I think if you asked our employees why they, why they're happy, why they want to be at spotlight branding. It's, it's first and foremost, the culture. We have a, a pretty young workplace. Um, but it's less about the age. It's more, I think about the feel like there's just energy and, um, we play ping pong and we, um, will occasionally, you know, play, um, Mario carts on, on PlayStation or, or whatever. Like we, we try to have fun. And at the same time, kick a lot of butt and get a lot of work done. And I and I think people are attracted to that. I think there's kind of a I think I think millennials get a bad rap out there. I think that um, I think that millennials are a different type of, of workforce and I think that they often need to be they need to understand why they're doing what they're doing but we found that when when they when we communicate the big picture and they understand the purpose and what they're doing when they come to work every day they're excited to be here so we we try to try to give them context help them understand what they're doing why they're doing it have a good time doing it and and yeah we have an awesome team i love our team
2: so what do you think is the next step in digital marketing this thing that's you know 2 to 5 years out that you've got in the back of your head that gosh we need to get there Or we're currently working on it now? You know, I I don't have like
0: a, there's not like a new social network or necessarily that that jumps to mind when you say that. But I think using video better is one of the biggest things that jumps out at me. And Jonathan, I think you obviously know a lot about that. I think that um, more and more um, video is a great differentiator. I think companies that have really good video are best positioned to
2: communicate effectively to their audience and to tell that story. So video, video is my answer. How about GDPR? You know, I have so many business owners asking me questions about it, and I know it affects the European Union for, you know, you have to make sure your privacy policy statements in terms of conditions. You're working with attorneys every day. Is there anything that you guys have have done or, or any big concerns coming up, like, from a legality standpoint in digital marketing? You know, to be honest, not
0: really. Okay. Not really. We haven't really had issues. We we're obviously keeping abreast of of, of all of those changes and, and you know Facebook is constantly making changes in particular. And um our as as lawyers, all lawyers face pretty restrictive advertising um regulations from their state bar associations so we've kind of always had to understand that there's there's just very strict rules about what lawyers can and cannot do and maybe because because we've always had that in place some of these recent changes actually just haven't really affected us at all
1: let's talk about uh like you said video for a second and again and i deal with this with some of our clients in other areas with with strict compliance i'm actually we're doing a tv ad coming up and there's back and forth on script approvals and compliance i think we're on 10th round so i totally get what you're saying but if you're an attorney, you own a law firm, you're working with you guys, and, and video is something that you should definitely move towards. Um, let's get into types of video that make sense for attorneys as well as um, style. What's your opinion?
0: I think uh, I think there's a lot of different directions you can go. I think that um, what we do at Spotlight is pretty simple as far as as far as the video world goes. We we encourage our clients to have a video FAQ library, right? So we want them to have at least you know 20 videos. 30 to 60 seconds long they're talking to the camera they're answering a common question right so a DUI lawyer could answer a question like hey my son got arrested for DUI what's the next step or I I was charged with the with with DWI like is my license going to be suspended how can I get my license uh you know how can I get it reinstated common questions that prospective clients have of, of lawyers. Like We want to position our clients as an expert and an authority in, in their specific area. And putting them on camera and having them answer questions is a great way to do that. And at the same time, because you get that face-to-face interaction, that's how you build a real connection. People are super, super intimidated when it comes to hiring a lawyer, I've found. A lot of people are, frankly, when it's time to hire a lawyer, they're scared. And making using video to, to kind of humanize the lawyer is, is huge. And to, to your question, there's also, there's a lot of other ways you can go, right? You can, you can create really awesome brand videos where, you know, much higher budget productions where the lawyer is really telling their story and maybe, you know, walking through their office. And, and I think all of that stuff is fantastic. That's not what we do at Spotlight, but really anything that's going to help the lawyer tell their story, show people how they can help them is fantastic.
1: Yes. So go back to what you said earlier about um, you guys helping them stay top of mind. So it's referral based. So the marketing that you guys are doing or helping your attorneys tell their story and then share it correctly in the right places. To me, that sounds a lot like, you know, cold market attraction from a social standpoint. For example, if I need a DUI lawyer, I ask my buddy Chuck, he's going to tell me and is my first my first place is going to be to either call you, right, or go to the website. I'm mm-hmm. not going social. So once I'm at the website, depends on who the audience is, right, who the client is, um, what am I looking for on that website to help me feel comfortable to engage that attorney? Am I looking for a video to get comfortable with you as the attorney? What am I looking for?
0: Well, I think the very first thing you're looking for is clarity, right? You have, depending on who you ask, somewhere between three and five seconds from when someone lands on your website before they back out if they're confused. So, whether it's video or in most cases I think it's a really good headline that makes it crystal clear that you're in the right place. If you're a DUI attorney and someone was charged with a DUI and they land on your website, the first thing that has to happen is they have to feel like I'm in the right place. This guy gets it and this guy can help me. And I think it usually the first thing is a good headline and maybe a good image that, you know, th- that that kind of conveys success and conveys a positive outcome for the client and then and then once you've hooked them then then video as a way to kind of tell that story is fantastic but the first thing and this is where a ton of lawyers get it wrong is you've got you've got to design your website in a way that as soon as someone lands on it they understand what you do and they know that they're in the right place or they know they're in the wrong place and it's fine. Like a lot of people think of marketing, the only job of marketing is to pull people into your business. I would argue it's just as important that marketing keeps people out of your business. You need to keep the wrong people out because they come in, they gum up your sales process, they, they cause all sorts of problems. So your marketing should magnetically attract the right clients and it should push the wrong ones away. And your website is obviously an important part of that process. Yeah. I
1: would also encourage your clients or anybody's clients, especially attorneys that are in the professional realm that charge professional rates, two, three, four, five hundred an hour, that when they do something amateur from a marketing standpoint, specifically on their website, like try to produce their own video and it's just amateur hour, it's shown and you can tell it doesn't help your brand. It doesn't help command the rate that you're charging. So I think everything ties together. If you're a premium attorney charging premium rates, you should have a premium marketing company behind you. You should have a premium video, right?
2: Premium vehicle, maybe, Chuck? What do you think? Premium everything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. So w- when you're going to... Uh, you're, you're speaking to lawyers. Are you all regional? Or are you more regional right now, or are you, you all over the country? We, we have clients
0: all over the country. I think we've got clients in... Um, Thirty to thirty-five states, and the reason for that is because we do a lot of our marketing at, at national conferences. So you know, a couple hundred lawyers are getting together somewhere in the country. We'd like to be there, and so you know, as a result, we pick up clients kind of everywhere. We also do a lot of advertising on Facebook, and um, and we target that nationally. We don't really have a, a reason. We we originally started the business in Miami, Florida, actually, and for the first couple of years, we were pretty local. Um, oriented, and so to this day we still have a good concentration of clients down there, but yeah we 're fully national
1: what 's the next step for you guys like five years from now what where do you envision spotlight branding to to be size uh, staff sales range you know type of business what 's your projection you know
0: i can 't tell you a projection in terms of revenue or staff size. I can tell you that we would love to change the way that lawyers market themselves. we would love to Help lawyers see that focusing on search engine optimization all the time is a big mistake, and I, I just can't even express how how often we talk to lawyers who are just so confused about their marketing and they're, and they're they're wasting money on on things that frankly aren't the best use of their time and their and their resources. So I think more than growing to a specific revenue size, although of course I'd like to continue to grow and I'd like to continue to hire people, I think. What I would love to accomplish in five years is have people say, wow, spotlight branding really showed me a better way to market. And I now feel so much more confident about it. That's what I would like to see happen. I think in
1: five years, I want to see two ping pong
0: tables going on at once. That's a great idea. You
1: need to not have your buddy there playing or he didn't play me. He destroyed me. There's a difference. But Um, yeah, last question for you on my end, Chuck, unless you have something is um, if there's one tip. That you can offer your potential client, right let's just say some uh, so a law firm f- listens to this podcast, listens to Danny Decker, who's a, an expert in legal marketing. What's one thing you can give them um, just to help them navigate through this you know craziness of of trying to identify the right partner
0: It's not about you. It's not about you as the lawyer. You cannot be the hero of your own story. Your, your
2: marketing needs to be communicating how you make your clients' lives better. Danny, thanks for coming on today. And if people want to reach out to you or connect with Spotlight Branding, how can they do that? Yeah, check us out on the uh, on the internet at
0: spotlightbranding.com. We're also all over social media. You can find us on Facebook. I believe it's facebook.com backslash spotlightlawyer. And I know we're on Twitter at um, twitter slash spotlightlawyer. But the best thing is go to our website, spotlightbranding.com, and we'll
2: connect you from there.